0: unnecessarily hostile, back up in your high school, which is where I seem to be, I'm also back in my car, and, uh, yeah, I just started working at this place five months ago, and now there are two dudes from my high school that have started working at this place, like, my age, my peer group, it's like a, it's like a reunion in there, and I, another one just started this weekend. I just had a five minute conversation with him and it was boring. At least it seemed that way to be like, I think like when we were teenagers, we we just didn't care about the world and we just talked shit and it was just drugs and alcohol and everything seemed exciting. We were probably boring back then, but didn't realize it. Uh, but I talked this morning to this dude and it was just boring maybe it wasn't, maybe, I mean, we're just adults, and I don't know, what, what, what's there to talk about when you're adults, Uh, you know, I don't know, but, well, the real, the real reason I'm, I'm thinking it's boring, here's, here's something, that I, I thought this out, uh, so, I'm not into Zodiac shit, but girls are, and girls are always trying to find out your Zodiac, and, so this dude and I, we are, we have like the same birthday week. We're in the same, it might even be this, a day off, maybe this, I don't know. But I, I just remember from Facebook, we always had a birthday, like, same time frame. And so we're both uh, Zodiac cancers. And I remember, uh, I, I knew this chick in college. And she, she was, one day she was digging in my ass trying to figure out my Zodiac sign. Cause that's important to her, and so I told her I was a cancer, and then she got like discouraged. She 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 told me she's like, "Oh, well, I've met some cancers before. They're really boring." <laughs> so, so I guess I'm just I'm just boring because of my birthday. <laughs> and thanks yeah, thanks for telling me I'm just straight up boring, girl. Like, I yeah no, I didn't need that self esteem I was holding on to at all. Please just take that away from me. And while you're at it, why don't you discover that I have some unresolved trauma that doesn't allow me to receive love, <laughs> you know, and then makes, make a point about how that is fucking inconvenient to you. <laughs> I, I mean, that's not entirely true. I I am able to receive love, more so these days than I, I used to be in my past, I, I think, right now I'm really sorting through some stuff. Last night before I went to work, I was watching an Alan Moore, or not watching, but it was on YouTube. I was listening to an Alan Moore interview that he did with Kerrang! Magazine. Uh, Alan Moore, the uh, cartoonist, or the, or the comic book writer. Uh, he, he was talking about when he was about 40 years old, he, he thought he was going to be having a midlife crisis of his own, and then... He he's, he's thought to himself, you know, that sounded really boring to me, having just a midlife crisis. So I decided instead, why don't I just go completely fucking insane on purpose? <laughs> I mean, that guy is a step ahead of the rest of us. He's so smart. <laughs> why don't I just go purposefully insane? And then he started dealing with magic and talking to demons and trying to clear demons out of his soul or it was it was a it was a cool interview. Uh, but I was listening to that last night because I'm in a point in my life where I'm trying to clear out some shit, some blockages in my brain, my soul, my whatever, you know. And I need to allow love to show itself to me, to reveal itself to me in whatever way it happens. And love is a, is a, is a, an expansive thing. It's ever expanding. You have to a, a, allow that to happen. And uh, I, I'm I'm trying to be better at recognizing when it shows up in my world, and then not having to uh, having a, a poor reaction to it. I'm tr- whenever love shows up at my door, you know, I don't want to be uh, ignoring it or, or getting angry uh, or 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 being shy because uh, I've done all those things and they've 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 helped my life none. You know, yesterday afternoon, I got a picture sent to me in my messenger. Uh, This is a picture that uh, I took probably when I was about 19, 20 years old, Um, maybe even 21. I don't know. Somewhere around that time frame. I just know it was that time frame because I was wearing my favorite shirt. And this was—it was a great shirt I bought. It was one of the first things I ever bought on the internet. It was a Mirko Cro Cop long-sleeve shirt. It had uh, the the checkered Croatian flag down the sleeves. Uh, it was a—it was a great shirt. I loved it. Made me made me feel good about myself. And I remember this shirt in particular because it got ruined one day. I was riding in the back of a van with a girl and some other people, and we were. Uh, going through town and she was... she. I don't remember much about the conversation we had. The one thing I remember is that she said something like, I just bought a black and white Kodak film camera and I want us to take some pictures together so that we can have them for memories. You know. This was before digital cameras and everything when you would, you would buy Kodak cameras in the store and get them developed on film. And uh, I, I that memory stands out to me because those pictures never got taken uh, because my uh, dumbass got upset at her for something and I can't remember what I don't remember what at all. Uh, but she said something to set me off, and so once we got to a stoplight, I opened up this van door and I decided I was just gonna jump out, and then when I did, she grabbed onto my Mirko Crow Cop long sleeve favorite shirt and fucking yanked at me. And it, it ripped this giant hole in the front of this shirt. And then that made me even more upset. So then I just started storming off down the sidewalk in, in an anger at something. And I can't remember what for. This is just me, again, uh, ignoring, denying whenever some kind of feeling of love is in my presence. It had to be that. If I, I can think back now with a clear mind and uh, say say that for sure. That, that's, that's all I can remember that, that it could have been. Uh, and then the next thing I know is like 20 seconds later, I just hear clop, 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 clop from behind me. She must have been wearing sandals or something and sounded like a horse trotting towards me. And she runs up from behind me and because it wasn't over. The moment was not over. And she came up and started screaming at me down the sidewalk. And I just kept walking silently as she was yelling things at me uh, because I had rejected her and some level and it was a uh, poor choice on my part and she was letting me know um and you know I look back now and I'm just like I, what, why was I being so dumb what what how did that help my life at all me running off in a store I don't I don't know why I would I would do that I don't know so anyway that was the t-shirt story <laughs> and I was wearing this t-shirt in this photo that I took that got sent to my messenger yesterday afternoon and uh, and this was a photo that I took. It must have been at a, a Thanksgiving or a, a Christmas with the family because it's it's uh, a bunch of my family in the photo. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sitting on the ground wearing this t-shirt and then there's like 10 of us in the photo. And I, I'm, again, I'm about 20 years old maybe. And uh, behind me is my little cousin who uh, was a little kid at the time. I mean three, four, five years old. I, I don't know for sure. I, uh, but she was just a little kid and she always kind of looked up to me like a cool uncle. I mean, I wasn't her uncle, but I was in that age range where I was like more than twice as old as her, but I was like half as young as her parents, you know, my uncle and aunt. Uh, so I, you know, I, w- I was in that cool kind of older stage uh, but not too old to be like an adult. I was, you know, it was something. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I was in that cool uncle kind of area, uh, place or something. I don't know. Uh, I almost ran over a squirrel, and it stopped. But she sent me this photo, my little cousin. She's now about the same age I was in that photo. She's now at that age. She's about to graduate high school. And, uh, yeah, when she sent that over to me, she didn't write a message with it. She just sent the photo, and this is a photo I've had I, I, for years. I know I've had it. I've seen this photo. Uh, I didn't know that she had it, and uh, that she, she sent it to me for a reason, and I don't know what the reason is. I would have to ask her to know for sure, but I imagine that this photo is something important to her, and I, I believe that she, you know she looks up to me as somebody important in her life, uh, in a loving, caring family way, and when she sent that photo over to me, I mean, it took me kind of a minute to process it. I sometimes have a delayed reaction to things, uh, as a result of all the alcohol and drugs I put into my body. But I'm getting better at recognizing things nowadays. And and it, I mean, it really it touched me emotionally in a way. I I I just I. Cause I, I, I never knew that she had this photo. I mean, obviously she could and she did, but it never occurred to me. And then now I know that. And I, I just think that this is, this is something important and special to her. And it it made me feel all sorts of good. And, um, I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know what else to say. I just, it's, it's another, it's just, it was a strange bit of love that just walked into my life yesterday that I, I, I hadn't occurred to me to even th- think about or something. I don't know, but it made me feel cool. Um, you know, if I ever was a rock star in my life, I'll tell you when it was. Uh, you can forget all the Neil Young songs I've ever learned on the guitar. I was a rock star, uh, a few years ago. I had another cousin that was, uh, getting married. We were at a wedding somewhere here in the city. Um, and there, there was a moment when the dance was going on, where there was a slow dance, and everybody paired off and slow danced. Um, and and my little little cousin that I was just talking about, I I slow danced with her. So again, I'm I'm late twenties, and she is she's now like a young teenager, uh, you know, going through what that confusing part of life. And and we start slow dancing, and. I got a sense that she was a bit nervous in the moment because she didn't maybe like, she was was maybe afraid that she was going to not know how to dance or something or or make a mistake or, you know what I mean? Um, And I understand that feeling completely. And I'll tell you a story that has embarrassed me for many a year. (laughs) When I was a teenager, when I was in junior high, I was at a school dance and I paired off for a slow dance with a girl. I'm um, just uh, her name was Kelly, and she put her arms on my shoulders, and I this was like my first slow dance ever, and I was so nervous. So I put my ar- my hands on her shoulders, and then we toddled back and forth like a fucking a dreidel or something, just a big top moving, lumbering back and forth. Oh, it looked so embarrassing. I was so nervous. And I wasn't, people were like giggling. There were giggle sounds. And I didn't know what to do. I didn't know. I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't think I could pivot in the moment and like put my hands on her hips where I'm supposed to. So we just sat there and just rockered back and forth like a seesaw for a whole dance, like a whole song. Like three and a half minutes of this embarrassing moment in my life. And then as soon as the song was over, uh, another slow song started up and one of the other dudes couldn't take what he was seeing. And so he reached out and grabbed my wrist and put my hand on this uh, girl Kelly's uh, waist. And then we had a proper, as they say in England, a proper slow dance. Um, And that was a moment for everybody else there that they probably giggled and just thought, you know, what a doofus and forgot about everybody else who's at that dance, probably, you know, it was just a momentary thing. But for me, that was mortifying. For years, I would think back to that moment, and I would just be mortified of it. I, I couldn't believe myself. I, oh, it, it's just, it's something I just, I couldn't believe. So, back to this wedding I was at the other year, when my little cousin wanted to, or, you know, s- slow danced with me. I, and she, I sensed that she was kind of nervous going into the slow dance. I understood completely what she was feeling, where she was at. She didn't even have to say a word. I just, I just knew she was a, a kind of uncomfortable and hesitant and nervous. And so, you know, I just, I don't know, I, I just leaned into her and I whispered it something in her ear. And I just said, just move your feet back and forth, left and right. There's nothing to it. It's easy. And then it took her a second, and then she wrapped her arms around my neck and buried her head into my chest, relieved because I had cured a social anxiety for her in that moment. And that is loving. So she sends me this photo the other day. And it made me kind of think. Of, well, the other day, yesterday, it's like seven in the morning now. I work the overnight shift. The days blend. Uh, but she sends me this photo, and it just it yeah. It, it made me feel like uh, you know I, I I've done good, and uh, I, you know if she does look up to me as as a kind of a role model, I'll help. I'm a I'm a good uh, person, and you know um, that's all I can think of. Another thing I did yesterday before I went into work, I wrote a note to a girl I went to high school with and I wrote this note because, well, I haven't seen her. Let's see. I graduated school when I was 17 years old. Uh, that was 17 years ago. I don't know if that means anything significant. That's just a a number thing, but, uh, I haven't seen her in, that amount of time, at least 15 years, up until the other week, I decided I was going to, uh, I just wrote her a a DM, a direct message, and I, I, of course, you know what a DM is, and and I just said, I want to see you, let's hang out, and she said, yeah, I want to see you too, and so I met her at a bar, and we sat around and talked for about two hours, and as soon as I got in the door and she saw me, uh, she planted a hug on me. That was like the longest hug of my life. I mean, it was forever. It was a, it was, it was a minute of a hug. I mean, it just went on and I enjoyed it. I really did. Um, and it just, I felt the same thing in the moment, but that I think she felt and that was, I, I truly, I just, I missed you and it's good to see you. And then we sat there and talked for a couple of hours, and um, yeah, I mean, it was just, it was a cool day in my life. And then one of the things I did later, maybe a couple of days after that, is I went into my storage, and I found a folder that I have had since high school that is filled with letters that girls had written to me in high school. Now, you got to remember, I went to high school in the early 2000s. This was just before cell phones. We had internet. We had messengers. Uh, but we didn't really have cell phones. At least I didn't, and I didn't know anybody who did until, at, like, right after high school. I got one. I, my first one when I was a, a 19, maybe. So, when we were in high school, we would write notes to each other like children have done ever since, I don't know, caveman days. When they would write on the wall, just whatever. Whatever we wrote notes and letters and I saved a bunch of these and I put them in a folder and in this folder one side of the folder is just this random collection of letters that girls had written to me one-off letters you know maybe two or three maybe I'd got two or three letters from one girl at a time and you know I could read through these and I just I, I realized that yeah I didn't really connect with a lot of these girls there was a lot of uh A lot of the stuff you read in every letter that you'll ever see from a teenager teenagers basically have like three ideas on their mind forever it's just like who likes who what music is good this school sucks That's it, that's it. I know there are like MTV Rock the Vote people that are like, we need to get out there and get these teenagers into their community and into the political thing and think about voting. Never gonna happen. All teenagers wanna know is who likes who, what music is good, this school sucks. That's every letter I had. And so, I I can read through all these old letters now and I can realize that there's a whole lot of... uh, you know, there's, there's a whole lot of like, hey, um, I'm available if you would just open up to me and ask me out. Um, but I, I never saw that back then, and now I can see it as clear as day. And I, I kind of feel like a doofus whenever, I don't, I don't know, whenever I look through these letters, which is rare when I do, if I ever do, because um, all that kind of stuff embarrasses me. I mean, anything I wrote when I was in high school, in high school it's embarrassing to me. So I don't, I don't get into all, uh, doing this a lot. But I went back into this uh, folder. Or there's no... Uh, not folder. Yeah, folder full of these letters. And on one side of the folder, as I said, was just this random collection of one-off letters from all sorts of different girls and some guys. Whatever. We were talking shit. And then the other side of the folder uh, belongs strictly to this girl I just went out to the bar with uh, the other day. Because we rode each other every day. Every day. Every day I was at school, which was not all the time, because I would skip a lot and get truancy tickets and I would smoke pot. (laughs) And occasionally I would go to other high schools and walk around in their hallways and get in trouble just doing stupid shit. But I wasn't. Most of this girl's letters to me start off with, oh, I guess you don't want to come to school today. Fine, fucker. You know, just, it's hilarious stuff. <laughs> like that. <laughs> but we wrote each other all the time. And I could even read in these letters now, and I could see that there was a definite connection going on between us in some emotional level. And so I went back through and I read all these letters, and then I started... Uh, texting her, you know, back and forth, like, hey, I still have all these letters, uh, do you still, and I asked, do you still have any of the letters I wrote you, and she wrote back, I had your letters for the longest time, but then I had to get rid of them, Uh, you know, just a couple of years ago, just the chaos of life, shit happened, uh, and it just, she had to throw away all her stuff, and I'm like, I get it, I get it, I totally get it, you don't got to, Apologetic about it. I mean, I was I was homeless in England, dude. Like, you want to hear some shit about chaos of life? I was homeless in a foreign country, okay, for like a month. I was sleeping on someone's floor because I I fucking couldn't leave that country, and I didn't have anywhere to live. That was. That's a convoluted story. I shouldn't have gotten into it. I'll tell it another time. But I understand that things happen in life. That's all I'm saying. I understand that shit happens in life. So, yeah. I realized yeah okay you don't have my letters so what I did last night before I went into work is I sat down and I wrote her a letter and I haven't written her a letter in again 15 17 20 years all two decades almost and I sat down and I wrote a three page letter a note and it just it just came out of me as naturally as, as I think it ever had uh, whatever that was, you know, whatever skill that was, uh, <laughs> that I picked up as a, as a teenager, it, it stuck with me all this time. And it was, and it was honestly like, a, 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 there was never a day between. I feel like I'm just picking up exactly where I left off and it made me feel very cool. So that's kind of where my life is at right now. Um, and I'm going to have to give her this letter. And I'll tell you one of the things that I wrote in it. Um, I have to do a bit of driving right here. Hold on. Okay. So one of the things I, I wrote in this letter is that I told her I, I never really left school. I mean, I left the fuck out of high school a long time ago. I barely showed up to the fucking building when I was supposed to be there. But I never really left school. Because what I did is I took myself into art school. Like, independently. That's what I've been doing for 20 years. I've never stopped studying. I just took myself into a place where I was supposed to be. You know, I've been, I've been reading art books. I've been, I've been emerging myself... In, in that world arguing with other art people and art types you know listening to Alan Moore interviews on, for Kerrang! Magazine where he talks about going into a midlife crisis and fighting his demons like that's the place I'm at that's the place I've always t- was supposed to be and that's where I am right now so I'm there and and I, I said the honest thing about it if you really want to know is that after 20 years of taking myself independently through this art school journey, is that the, the honest truth is that school still sucks. It still sucks. I have not enjoyed almost not a moment of having to sit through fucking... Book, read book after book and video course and uh, fucking you know, try to learn how to be a better fucking writer and try to learn how to fucking teach myself how to be a singer. I have not enjoyed any of that. School sucks. But these were things that I had to do in order to do the one thing that I really want to do in life that I've always wanted to do. And that is, I want to tell a profound love story. And I don't don't know how that's going to happen. What form it's going to take. Maybe I'm doing a little of that right now. I I probably am. But that's what I've always wanted to do with my life. And so... Right now I'm in the middle of uh, reading Neil Gaiman's... The Ocean at the End of the Lane. And... uh, The other night I was at work after... Reading part of that book and just just thinking about how good it is and how how much I feel like writing now. And I started um, imagining I was chasing a girl through a cornfield. And that was it. That was that was the only thing I was thinking of. I don't I don't know where that's going to take me, but uh, I think I'm going to write a, a novel and that's where it's going to start. And I'm going to let it take me from there. I and it's going to be a love story of some kind. And I'm going to let it show itself to me. Cuz that's the only way it's it's going to be any good. So that uh, that's about it I'm uh, okay I'm almost uh, my drive is almost up I did this last Sunday I, I, I recorded an episode here driving home I really shouldn't do this too many times because one of these days I might get into a vehicular incident kids don't, drink, don't drive and podcast remember the old don't drink and drive things well don't drive and podcast alright I'm only doing this because I am a professional asshole I know I only do this because I know this route pretty well. Uh, there's not a whole lot of things for me to have to fucking... There's not a whole lot of obst- obstructions. It's kind of a country drive out here. I'm kind of driving past cornfields, okay? So I know my domain. And, uh, yeah, I don't know, but I just I wanted to say these things because they've been on my mind uh, throughout the night. And uh, I guess before I end this show, I should just say once again, I love you.